Hi everyone, welcome back to our first podcast episode since uh, Christmas. It's the new year, 2024. Woo. Who knew we'd make it this far? <laughs> um, so yeah, we started our episodes at the end of last year. And now we're beginning this year with our best of 2023. Yeah. And we have to say, in, in our opinion, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Yeah, it is but, just our, our opinions. Yeah. Which we were fighting over already, which we will get into as, you know, we get on. We will also have like a, another episode for our worst movies of the year, but um, we wanted to talk about the best ones first. And then we're going to go ahead and actually watch one of the best movies of 2023 that we didn't get to watch that we didn't get to watch so kind of one that was rated very high with which like reviews and things like that mm-hmm. we won't tell you what it is we'll wait until you know the time comes it'll be surprise nice surprise but then we're also going to be rating the worst one not rating reviewing. not rating reviewing sorry the worst one well, well you couldn't rate it yeah yeah one of the worst reviewed <laughs> reviewed films, films of 2023 of that, yeah. which we didn't watch which is surprising it's i would have thought you had it watched i know watch. i've been meaning to watch it like but i just never did again we'll wait and leave it as a nice surprise yay but today is going to be the best movie chats that's the chats we're going to have but we're going to start off with screen cleaning um which is our like you know just... i came up with the name no i did thank it's you very much that was this. my best thing i came up with um, I want to let everyone know about our socials again. You know, we are on the social medias. Sometimes. We're on Irish Couch Potatoes um, on Instagram. I have now got a Treads. I got Treads working uh-huh. for our account. Um, but like, there's not much happening over there. There's not because... Uh... Oh God, come on. Words. Spit it Fairly. out. Because tread, Treads, there's not much happening on Treads because that's where like normal people go for normal discussion whereas <laughs> twitter is just but, the dumpster fire and you just go there for the chaos <laughs> but the thing about it is i don't i haven't even really found normal conversation even on treads no no i'm just finding it, a it, lot of is it really just like people just instagram posting but without a picture uh pretty much that's a good yeah. that's a good description of it yeah yeah but anyway look we're on it too so if you want to follow us you know you can you can do that and um, if you do go to our Instagram, you will see Steve put up his very first Instagram post over there, which was... <laughs> I was made to it. You, I, you weren't made to I, it. What, you made me stand in here and take pictures <laughs> of the fucking films. And then, then you're like, no, send me them. And then you like edited whatever you wanted, <laughs> sent them back to me and made me post them. Yeah, well, look, you have to learn these things, right? Oh, my God, the pictures you took... I had to, I pretty much had to make you stand certain ways and everything to get the right picture. It was, you were so bad at it. It's either either we're just like one homogenous thing that does the same post or we're two different people and we like, you have your style and I have my style. Well, okay, well I'll let, I'll let people decide. Let's see what they say in response to this. Do you want to see what Steve has to take a picture of? What way he would have taken the picture of? <laughs> just, let, just let Steve post, post his blurry <laughs> pictures with no filters. <laughs> and just say, like, here, like this. That's it. 
And they probably would get more likes than my ones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Um, yeah, and it was just basically to say, you know, hi, we're back. And I hope everyone's having a good new year because we're not. Oh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. <sighs> Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Why, what's wrong um, with you? Well, what's not wrong with Oh, me? yeah. <laughs> I remembered this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and every morning. Every morning. Yeah, just sick. A lot of sick. Uh, I'm, I'm sick anyway, but then I got like some kind of cold flu thing. And now I have a bad tooth and just everything is wrong. Yeah, and then you gave your cold to me. And I gave it. Well, everyone has it now. Yeah, you gave it to everyone. I, I don't even know how I got it. I don't go anywhere. I don't see anyone. Does, does I don't pic- do anything. particular person at work that had it. You know who you are. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll call her. Uh... <laughs> no, that's too obvious. Let's call her. No, she, she, was, she was sick first back in the, the early December. What do I do? Do I have to <laughs> beep that now or something? No. I oh, didn't say Jesus. her name. You did. I did not. I, you I practically did. did. You did it well. Yeah. <laughs> Look, anyway, I hope everyone's doing good and better than us. And. If not, sure, look, things will pick up, won't they? They better. Yeah. Um. Okay, we're going on to news, right? So it's our popcorn segment. Popcorn segment. So this is movie news and stuff. Now, I haven't actually been keeping an eye on much because I didn't realise even that the em- Emmys went ahead there. Oh, yeah, they were last night um, as of recording. Yeah, but the, is the Emmys more just for all for TV stuff? It's kind of TV. They, they have a lot of categories. A lot? A lot. Like, yeah. they split them off into... Best comedy slash drama nearly or something like this. No, I don't know. Or then, then, but then there's a separate best film. Yeah, it's, yeah, so, it's so many ones. A lot of people are winning stuff. I didn't even know it was happening and but until it. Here's a, Nick Nick Offerman. Yeah. One for here's a category I didn't even know existed, and maybe it only exists this year. But for in The Last of Us, The Last of Us, The Last of Us, he won best guest actor or something like this. For that episode even then? Oh, they have a, a category for best guests. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I, I don't know if, if it had always been there. I have it's... no idea. I couldn't tell you. So it's that kind of stuff, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, look, everyone's winning things and that's great for them. Yeah. Um, But what I wanted to talk about, which I thought was, like, very fitting, was um, what I consider to be one of the best films, like, that are out there. Oh, this should be good. It's um from 1998. And um, <laughs> the faculty. <laughs> oh, no. Um, it was a post actually you linked me to. Okay. Um, that was on Twitter. Well, X, whatever. I'm calling it Twitter. I'm not it's calling, calling it anything Nobody else. Gives it. Nobody's gonna call it. X. Um, you sent me this link to this amazing post, and I'm gonna read, um, just the what the what the person said, and then they have screenshots of things, right? Okay. So they're saying my favorite. Godzilla lore is that Roland Emmerich told his oh. designer to make Godzilla sexy. So when they showed the final concept art to Toho ex, 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 executives, executives, they gasped, gasped and sat there in silence for several minutes. <laughs> now, this is so funny because, right, I I have a special place in my heart for the 1998 Godzilla. I love it. I really love it, but this is a very unpopular opinion. I didn't realize that I had, um, but like I was only eight when it came out. Like I loved it, and then when it came out, like on video, and yeah, I played it so many times. I've, I've watched so many times. I love it. 
No, it's eight not. Eight-year-old Ashling was an idiot. I'd Steve. <laughs> I was not. Okay, but this is something I didn't know. I didn't know that there was like 1998 Godzilla lore. Um, but this. So I was trying to figure out where this came from. But there is an interview online. Um, but the interview is behind a paywall, unfortunately. But <laughs> the person has screenshot some of it. Um, and I have to read some of it because it's, it's too funny. Size isn't the only thing that matters to Roman Emmerich and Dean Delvin. When the self-professed film geeks who got lucky decided to bring Godzilla to the screen, they not only wanted the radioactive monster to be the biggest and baddest lizard on the block, but they wanted him to have sex appeal to spare. Okay? Um, our Godzilla has calves <laughs> and shoulders that are almost human, boasts Del- Delvin. We wanted his muscles to bulge when his feet hit the ground, his neck to flex and his jowls to shake. Okay? Adds Emmerich, I told the Godzilla designer, um, Patrick, I don't know how to say his name, but he's the he's Jurassic Park guy, isn't he? Tadopoulos. Tadopoulos? Did I say that right? Patrick Tadopoulos. I wanted Godzilla very slim and muscular. Sexy even. When his tail swishes along buildings, it's almost sensual. (laughs) I also wanted him to be very reptilian. Before Patrick and I came up with the design, we looked at dozens of documentaries about lizards and the thing we noticed was that the arms and legs of lizards are very buff <laughs> do, do you know what what I, I can guarantee they didn't look at any documentaries about lizards they watched feckin um, Christian Bale in American Psycho and they're like make him a lizard what the hell I don't know what kind of lizard documentaries they were looking at I don't know, I think that was one you find late at night. I, I don't freaking know. Anyway, but there was more to it. So at the, the meeting with studio executives, which included some, like, look, chairmen, some very big men's, right? And then Emmerich spoke first, describing what he had accomplished. And, like, he was just really happy about this and they loved it, the job they did. With Emmerich's introduction out of the way, um, your man Patrick, um, he unveiled this Godzilla artwork. It was met with a gasp from the Toho executives, followed by stone silence. <laughs> After designing my last Godzilla, that one, uh, the one that ended up in the movie, I felt very secure and I believed we had something great. But the day I sat in front of the Japanese, I thought, what have I done? Am I crazy? They're not going to go for it. But but I, I don't know. Like, I'm confused. Did they go ahead with it or not? They kind, they kind of did. Like if the pictures seem very close to what they ended up with. Yeah, it, it they're very similar. Like okay, the pictures are posted on the Twitter, and I have to repost them on our Instagram if you want to see them because they're absolutely hilarious and they are very close to the Godzilla that they did go with. Um. So they said it was so different. We realized we we couldn't make small adjustments. That left the majority question of whether to approve it or not. So, oh yeah. So I think, oh my God. Yeah, this part was so funny. Oh my God. They visited the Godzilla co-creator. Um, His name is Tomoyoko. 
Tanaka, I think, whose failing health had prevented him from attending the meeting. So, like, he was really, really sick. So They killed him. No, they didn't. No. They showed him the picture <laughs> and he died. Wait, wait, wait. They couldn't, they couldn't show him anything because it was all, like, they couldn't bring it away from, it was, like, probably in their contract to not, like, bring it outside of where oh, they were. Right. So they weren't allowed to bring any materials from the studio premises. So they had to try and describe the Godzilla to him and they said it's similar to Carl Lewis with long legs and it runs fast <laughs> now for mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't know who Carl Luke Lewis is you just google him he's a runner you'd know him yeah, if I you know. saw him he's a runner right and it's just I'm just so baffled at what sense does that make comparing that athletic runner to this Godzilla um and Tanka or sorry I Tanaka, I can't say his name, I apologise, but the co-creator of Godzilla, would pass away in April 1997, shortly before the launch of principal photography on Godzilla. He was lucky. I mean, he just bowed out. He was like, I'm not... <laughs> I, he's, he's like, I don't want to see those pictures. I'm going to die before that. <laughs> because if you see the pictures, it's... I just can't believe... Right, we have you. You you have to describe that How because would you it's it's it? almost like a pinup, like you know, like those pinup tattoos or pinup artworks. Yeah, that's almost what it is like. It's just the fact that his feet are back like that, like specifically the feet are bothering me. Like it's a very leg sexy feet pose. It is. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, also, while I was researching this, I beg you, please, please do not Google sexy Godzilla because... That's all anyone's going to do now. Yeah, the stuff that comes up for sexy Godzilla, you don't want to see. Your <laughs> eyes cannot unsee it. Just just the hope it doesn't awaken something in you. <laughs> <laughs> but people are into that. <laughs> of course, pe- people are weird. They're into into anything. Stuff. But into like women dressing up as Godzilla like with the mask on and stuff and with a tail <laughs> and then really into like just Godzilla doing stuff to buildings that's what comes up is, so it's either one like, or the other it's like Godzilla ASMR of knocking buildings I look I don't know alright all I know is I'm sorry that I ever saw it before we go on now just on that uh American Godzilla film. Do you remember they were like, he comes to New York. Yeah. And, or she, once you see the end, it's weird. No, you spoiled it now. Ah, fuck them. Um, he, he comes to New York and he's a big giant lizard monster and they spend three quarters of the film not able to find him. A big giant monster they can't find. Yeah, but like I like I, I'm I a think, child. I don't know that that shouldn't be. That should be a big plot hole. Yeah, I no, know. I'm not saying you as a child. I'm saying the people who made this film. They're like, well, he's in the water, like and in the sewers and stuff. Like he's he's in the water and he's kind of burrowed his way into somewhere. That's that's what they're kind of saying. The yeah, but the sewers aren't that big in anywhere. Well, no, I'm not saying that he's in the sewers. I'm saying that he made like a tunnel for himself underneath. And yet, no shaking was happening. No, no, to that's the city yeah, above. yeah, yeah. Look, look, we there's plot holes. <laughs> we understand this, okay? Doesn't make it any less of a great film, all right? 
Mm-hmm. I'd be watching it. It's great. Fine. Now, another thing I wanted to mention is I have, I follow this really great um, artist, um, Fox and Cactus. Um, they're Australian. Definitely go check them out. They have an amazing sticker that is Godzilla related. Mm. And it's, it's Tick, Tick. Godzilla. Tick Godzilla. Tick Godzilla. Roland Emmerich and the boys um, would love that. Which I'll try and share. And that's exactly why it came to mind. Because <laughs> they'll absolutely love it. Look, that's I have the sticker. Oh, yeah. So um, there's also a King Kong one. And um, I will... I still have mine. I haven't used them on anything because they're too, they're too precious and too great. And I will post them a link to the shop. Because um, they're having a hard time at the moment. Fox and Cactus. Because they're in Australia. Um, there was a really bad. Did they say it was a tornado or something? Tornado. They were hit like they had very bad damage to their house and stuff. Mm. So, um, if you could go and Japan check had them an out. earthquake on New Year's Day. Well, we had a tornado. What the hell? In Leitrim. In Leitrim. <laughs> what is Leitrim doing? Well, look, if you're gonna have a tornado, Put that the, out. If you're gonna have a tornado, the least damage is gonna do is in Leitrim. So. <laughs> Steve. Anyway, <laughs> but um, go check them out. Because they need all of the support. You got stuff and off them before. Yes. And yeah. they have very cute stuff. Like really, really cute stickers and kind of planner stuff. But also jewellery, stationery, stickers. It's a, it's just, it's great. It's a smorgasbord. And they, everything, everything is home, like handmade. Mm-hmm. They make it. And they show you making it sometimes in their stories, which I enjoy a lot. Anyway. All right, moving on. You've spent moving enough time on. talking about sexy Godzilla. Okay. <laughs> But like, is that not a good intro now? Come on. That was great. That was great. So are we on to screen cleaning? Yeah. we No, we've done screen cleaning already. What was screen cleaning? We, I said it. And then you were like, that's my name. I came up with it. Yeah. What did you say in it? Literally. I told us about our socials and about oh, the that's fact that we, yeah, that we signed up to Tres. What do you think screen cleaning is? I, I thought it was like, this is where we like correct things or stuff I didn't know it was like we're going to tell your socials I thought the socials was a separate thing no no the socials is included in that you can correct oh, things right. as well what, <laughs> why do we have a correction to make no I just thought it was that type. Oh, for God's so, so I, I, I was right to put in the point part there about you wouldn't be in sick of work uh, yeah yeah you yeah. know who you are also but changing lives this podcast is changing lives already because oh, that it? same person finally watched Die Hard oh yes so yeah. Better have loved it. I didn't actually talk to her about it. Greatest Christmas movie of all time. Yeah. Oh no, she had some stupid weird take about like, oh, John McClane and like his initials is J. Forget the Mac, but Clane is C and he's Jesus Christ. And I'm like, no. No, he's J.M. <laughs> J.M.C. Yeah. I like, like that's the initials. Yeah, because don't, don't I worry. have a, I have that as well. Mine is Ashley O'Neill. It's A O N. It's like it's like, bitch. He never died and was resurrected. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, well, there's <laughs> You're that taking too. a Robocop. Yeah. Oh no, Robocop. Yeah. Robocop. That's the Robocop. Robocop. And uh, there you can definitely, you know. Oh yeah, she's gonna kill me if she Jesus. listens to this. But anyway, yeah. okay. Oh, when when I talk about what she thinks about the Exorcist, uh, we're not talking about that layer. <laughs> Leave her alone, <laughs> God. Episode. People are allowed to have. People are allowed. These have people don't watch opinions. anything, and then they have like weird takes on it. They want to do watch it. <laughs> well, let them. No, it's another side of it that you didn't know. All right. Okay, we're talking. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the best movies. So 
it doesn't necessarily mean a movie that was out in 2023 although we do have quite a lot that were out in 2023 that we liked but it's more just a mix of what we saw in 23 what we saw in 23 what we decided what to watch new, and really loved old. to us so um is there any particular place you want us to start the beginning I don't have them in a list like that. What are you talking about? What? I, I thought on your letterbox you had them in January. That's where I was stealing them all from. I, well, look, we can't talk about every single one. I told you. That's why I put them into little piles. <laughs> all right? Okay. <laughs> so we can talk about some. All right. Where, where do you want to start? I think we should start Let, with... What do you have number one there? Let's go with that one because it ties in what we're playing. Okay. We'll start with Dungeons and Dragons. Honour Among Thieves. Yeah. Right, so, do you want to start... Wait, actually, do you know what? The first thing you're going to do is gonna you're going to tell everyone what it's about. What it's about. Mm. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, is basically, obviously based on the popular role-playing game, Dungeons and Dragons. Um, well done. Well done. And don't forget there's the Dungeons and Dragons out like early 2000. <clears throat> nobody saw I'm pretty sure no but this was one that was like a really big surprise I think and I think it was to everyone because it came out and like I didn't even know it was happening first of all and then everyone was like oh my god this is actually really good and the reviews were really good for it so when we finally watched it we were like we were kind of I like I hate that I don't want to have low expectations but sometimes you do okay sometimes you do but this one definitely came out on top it was a real nice surprise. It was funny. It was fun. Yeah. The effects were good. They fitted well. Oh, there was some practical effects. We love... What was his name? Jarnathan. Jarnathan. Yeah. Jarnathan is the best thing <laughs> ever. He's the best character. I'm going to... Do you know what? I'm going to make a post specifically <laughs> for my love of Jarnathan. That's what I will do on Instagram so that everyone can go and like it and comment on how much they love yeah. him. Because he's the best. So, yeah, it's a story about... Uh, a ragtag bunch of people come together to go on a mission and yeah do whatever they have to do. I think that's the best way to funny, put it. Funny enough, I just looking at it, it was also written and directed, well, co-written and co-directed by John Francis Daly, who is the kid, the main kid out of Freaks and Geeks. Oh my god! Yeah. That's why I know his name. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. And like Freaks and Geeks was so good. So good. Such a good TV show. If you're looking for something to watch. Um, the only thing is, I should you keep in mind that like it's only, what is it, one season? One se- I, I think, what was it? Was it even 13 episodes? Um, I, like it got cancelled or whatever. It's one of those where you watch it and it ends like with them obviously hoping for more seasons, but it never happened. Yeah. But it's so, so good. Like it is really good and I highly, highly recommend it. One season of uh, 18 episodes. Ah. Oh, look, I was looking at the episode list and the last episode is called Discos and Dragons. <laughs> Discos and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, it's good. And he, I assume, yeah, he must know about Dungeons and Dragons scene as he was in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Um, who Should we talk about who's in it? I suppose. Was it Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez? Michelle Rod- Rodriguez is really good in this. She's never really like a main character except for maybe how, Fast and Furious. Which, oh, how has she not got like a taken John Wick Atomic yeah, Blonde kind yeah, of role yeah. you know where she's just like well she might have maybe we just didn't hear about it maybe. in that kind of way maybe it's like one of these um, fucking Steven Seagal ones that are just made 
somewhere for real cheap. Yeah, and then and comes out on Netflix. There's there's other people in it, but like I kind of don't want to mention. I kind of like the idea of somebody just going in and watching it. You know, yeah. like Chris Pine, you would think, oh, it's going to be serious or like it's going to be too. Um, I don't want you know. I just want to say American because maybe not everyone knows what I mean by that. But just too, like oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like not over the top because it's over the top. It is over the top. <laughs> but like it's, it, I suppose it's a particular type of humor it is good though, yeah. and he does it well. Yeah, like he is funny in it. And it is just this is fun now. It's fun and it's fantasy and yeah, I recommend. We recommend. Is it that enough? You enough to say about that's that? enough. Okay, onwards. Next, one. <laughs> we're gonna talk about <laughs> Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer, <laughs> which took up I feel took up the whole summer. Like my god, never ended. And Oppenheimer is back in the cinemas now. It is. It's back in the cinemas. Yeah. They're really well. Um, I have taught Lighthouse were re- releasing both of them. We're doing Oppenheimer and Barbie. Maybe I know Oppenheimer has like got full release like in nearly all cinemas now. All right. So whether Lighthouse might be doing their own. For those people thing. that walked out on it, now they're like, oh, oh I better I suppose I have to go back now and watch the whole thing. I'll go watch the last two hours. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about Oppenheimer first. Um. Oppenheimer. Do you want to say what it's about? Oppenheimer is about. Uh, Oppie. <laughs> <laughs> Oppie. Well, yeah, they're in the Duke's column, Oppie. What was his first name? Yeah, yeah, I just um, got out of my head. Uh, Robert. Robert J. Oppenheimer, that's yeah. it. And about him just discovering... Well, not, not discovering, but like figuring out how to make the atomic bomb. Yeah. With all his, his science friends. Well, all his science friends. So, it's yeah. very it's very interesting. Um, it It's set in... When is it? The f- 40s. 40s? And yeah, it skips forward and back and stuff. Like yeah, that. it does skip forward and back. So like, but I wouldn't worry too much about it. It's kind of one of those films. Just sit down and watch it. Like, don't, you know, don't try to completely dissect it and understand it and everything like that. You know, it kind of will answer some questions for you as you go along. Um, and obviously, we're not all like fucking nuclear scientists or physicists. Like, we're not that. So don't worry about that either. Just know that this was something that was being created and um yeah just watch how they went about it and how terrifying it was at that time oh my god i couldn't i couldn't have been around i was asking i was actually asking mammy about that because she was around then she was not around then okay <laughs> that's what you're saying no that's not what i'm saying i'm i'm a- i asked her about it because i know she like was young around the time of chernobyl and everything mm. now a different type of kind of um disaster thing but it's still like that chance of a nuclear fallout type scenario and she just said yeah like all she was was just worried all of the time because like she had two small children which was me and like my sister and I can't imagine that fear although we could probably imagine we should be imagining it now (laughs) because like god only knows who would decide to use nuclear fucking weapons because jesus christ looking at you israel they're close to it like i you know i wouldn't i i mean i'm not gonna say that they're not going to because jesus christ anyway this is taking a very very dark drop let's let's bring it back okay and the thing (laughs) the thing in oppenheimer which i've seen a lot of people giving out about is like the the sex in it and it's like, get over Jesus. it. Jesus. I'm so sorry for that sloppy noise that happened <laughs> right after you said that. That was, I was just getting a drink of water. Like, it's all, it's all these fucking, what is it? 
Gen Z people like, oh, you can't have sex. And it's like, how do you think you got here? No, I don't, think, I don't think that was the issue. I think it was the type of, it was the way it was inserted into the film, like into the particular scene. That was the issue that they were having with. You, you mean showing your ones what's going in her, on in her head and how she's feeling? How a yeah. film should be telling? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's... Like, cop that's on. how That's how it did feel. It was so uncomfortable. It's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable because that's what's happening to and plus, him. It, plus the part he's sitting there but, hiding his mickey with his legs crossed. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Steve, the, it, we never said about spoilers. You're literally spoiling. You know that, right? cut it out then no I can't well I won't cut it out I don't think it's that bad of spoilers but, but like it's not really something that you should be talking about in depth no but I'm just saying like that whole point there where he's like that's him obviously he's laid bare that's as that's the uh, point that's the point yeah, yeah like you know learn symbolism well that's what everyone is arguing but the people are saying oh you can do that other ways but uh, look why would you uh, there's arguing that's just that's just what people are going to do alright they're right, always going to argue you can always go watch your sexless superhero movies what calm down what are you even arguing about you're not, <laughs> you're not you've just created this argument to have with somebody that's not even here that's what nobody's I thought this here. was what this was for <laughs> could argue and nobody gives out to me okay we haven't even uh, next film, one Barbie no the film is great it's like five stars. Like it's it's so good. You need to go watch it. It's incredibly well done. The music, everything. It was just so good. We saw it, you know, regular, um, which is like just in the cinema. But we also saw it on film, which we I highly recommend because the watching it on film is a different ratio, um, aspect ratio that you're looking at, and you're actually seeing more, um. F- more of the of like what was filmed um than with the regular standard um aspect radio ratio or whatever it is radio i nearly said radio anyway okay barbie barbie you can't you can't speaking of, speaking of, out now speaking of sexless ken <laughs> <laughs> he just has a bump <laughs> leave ken alone uh he is ken enough no he's a ken he's enough yeah Kenuff. Um, yeah, so Barbie, we obviously saw with Oppenheimer. Uh, yeah, after Oppenheimer, um, wasn't it? And this was like a really, really good surprise. And I mean, the success of this film since has been insane. Um, oh, the promotions for this, though, was so good as well. Like, yeah. Um, coming up to it, the kind of hype for it. And then the fact that Oppenheimer was such a drastic different movie and how it ended up the two of them just kind of battling it out but then also not battling it out kind of arriving side by side but did you see the thing as well where was one of the producers of Oppenheimer said to it could be Margot Robbie whoever it was to be like uh, can you move your film they're coming out the same day oh yeah and she was just like no, you move yours (laughs) (laughs) that's how that's how scared I think it was Warner Brothers has Oppenheimer that's insane. Word with uh, yeah, that's how scared they were of Barbie. Like, don't do that. Like, you're better off to like let it just let it happen. Mm. Like, accept it. That's more likely than people like that. This is gonna happen, where people end up going to see the double films like same at the same time, or like you know one after the other, whatever way somebody wants to watch it. 
That's what everyone did. Did you hear of anybody going do the Barbenheimer double bill dressed as Oppenheimer? Yeah. But all in pink? No, they... Oh, not all in pink. That would, now, that would have been... That would have been good. But I saw people dressed as Oppenheimer himself go to Barbie. Yeah. And then somebody going to Barbie. Um, No, have I done that wrong? Someone going to... <laughs> Oppenheimer dresses Barbie. Dresses Barbie and someone going to Barbie, Barbie dresses Oppenheimer. Right. Yeah, okay. I've seen that, which I think is very good. Okay. And we did I dressed up, remember? You did. I had my nails painted pink. You did. We mostly dressed up for Barbie, but I did a kind of thing where my dress had pink in it but also had black in it, so it was like mm. double. Double. Okay, on next, next one now. <laughs> Everyone knows about Oppenheimer and Barbie. Fine. Yeah, and great movies. Five star for both of them. Please Five go star. see them. Barbie is so good. It is so funny. There is kind of an underline and kind of um, well, not an underline. I wouldn't say it. no. It's hit me in the face. Sorry, with the like feminism and stuff. But I think that is very very important, especially for the younger generations to see films like that and to know like there's so much pressure put on young girls and so much pressure put on women. And um, it's just a great movie. Uh, and, and, and like, you know, for all the young girls out there, you might as well learn while you're young that you're fucked. Growing up, you're not going to get anything. Steve. That's the way it no, is. No, there is hope. There is hope. Things, some things change. There is hope. Do you, know, do you know what the hope is? It's that like the patriarchy love horses, but so do, so do girls. <clears throat> okay, look. You always do this. I was trying to end on a nice little light <laughs> thing and then you come in. And okay, next. <laughs> the Haunted Mansion. Okay, this was one that came out and it was Disney, obviously. Haunted Mansion. The story of... The story the of how Mansion. to spend all your money on CGI. It was a lot of CGI in this. Now, Typical I mean, Disney. I mean, it is loaded with CGI. And I'm like, CGI is not great. It's okay. But I think the reason why have, we have it in the best movies is... When we watched it, it was actually quite a lot of fun. Good, it was funny, and everyone in it is so good. I think that's what makes it for me. Yeah, all the characters are great, and it does have a good story. Like, and and I think as well to just kind of put Danny DeVito in front of the camera and just start rolling and let him. Oh, Danny DeVito! Just do what he wanted. He's so good. We love Danny DeVito. Yeah. He just has the best. He had the best time doing this. He really did. It was. It was really good. And it, yeah, it was just a nice surprise. I think that's why we mainly watched it because it was Daddy DeVito was yeah. in it. <laughs> like, we were kind of, you know, wondering would but we the, watch it? And then we we're like, oh, Daddy DeVito. Oh, I think I will watch that now. <laughs> but the strange thing was like, um, Dan Levy had like um, a credit, an open credit. And he was in it for what? Like a minute. When was he in it? The, when they went to a house looking for... Something. The museum thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he appears and then he's gone. And I was like, yeah. They must have cut a lot of him out of it. I don't know. Yeah, that would be interesting to see deleted scenes. Yeah. And see what, like. But yeah, I had to imagine. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I thought it was really fun, really nice, and a good watch. And kind of sad, too. Like, it's sad, but kind of like in a good way. Yeah. And I would recommend it. Um, Like, fun. Yeah. We'll move on to Pearl. Oh, Pearl. So. We took ages to get round to watching Pearl. But Pearl is the... It was made after X. Oh, it was made... Uh, was it made during? During, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay, I they had, got Because where they filmed, they had a... Oh, the, the farm yeah. place. They had a... They had, you know, they decided to just use it while they had it. 
So I think they kind of probably wrote it before started filming um, X. And then while filming X, when they had time, they just went and started filming. I her, did like, not know that. Okay, so something X, like that, like. X is set in like the 70s, is it? I think it's the 70s, yeah. Yeah, and um, we have these group of filmmakers, a certain type of filmmakers. <laughs> the kind of uh, ones that would like to uh, film Sexy Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, They turn up to this like farm. Oh, well, actually, do you know what? I totally forget why they're particularly turning up to this farm. I think they just were able to. They just rented the rented it and they wanted to shoot the film there. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. So and you know, for a film, it's is it set in Texas? Yeah, somewhere there. But for not not since I I don't think like Texas Chainsaw Massacre the original has a film look so like you you could feel yeah the heat and the, the sweat like yeah yeah. Like they did Remember that shitty Fucking Chainsaw Massacre That came out on Netflix Yeah Pile of shite That was Oh that was so bad Like That didn't have it at all Yeah That didn't have it at all No this really does have it And it's Yeah so like It's a horror It's gory Well we're talking about X here We're talking about X here Sorry <laughs> Before we um, And it's really good And we really recommend it And yeah. I wouldn't go in Knowing too much And then Pearl is A prequel a pre- Prequel yeah so if you've seen X, you know who Pearl is. But in this, then we follow her when she was younger. Yeah. And um, her kind of her dealing with living with her mother and father, and, and, waiting, and wanting to get out and become yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like also waiting on a husband that has gone to war, and just a lot of things that are just yeah and something's not right though it's very like you know something from the get-go you're like this is something's just not feeling right here yeah and um then it just takes yeah it takes some turns twists and turns i I, I, pearl kind of has the same it's not exactly the same as say ty west film uh house of the devil house of the devil that kind of slow Oh, build yeah. up tension yeah like that one like the house of devil is very slow mm. very builds it up whereas pearl kind of has that tension but it doesn't it releases it a bit sooner yeah kind of it does more often kind of thing it's really good it looks so good mia goth is so good in it mm. like she's very very she just plays pearl so good and um you've probably heard the voice clips because they're i know they're all over tiktok of her screaming. <laughs> but um yeah, no, it's it's so good. I I highly recommend it. And if you like your horror, it's definitely one that's up there. Yeah. And also if you like your horror, talk to me, which is the next film. So I'm doing. <laughs> which is the next film we're gonna talk about. Yeah. This was out was it out this year? No, no well, it was out sorry. last year. It was out around the same time as Oppenheimer that that kind of time. Yeah, it was, it was in the 20, similar around the same time. Twenty three, yeah. August yeah yeah and um we just kind of heard that people were saying good things about it now uh, what I will say is while I have this in as the best movies I do think the characters are so annoying oh my god like I wanted everyone to die like like just die please you know what I mean they were so annoying not good friends not good people but don't let that put you off it's still I think a really decent good story um more original than anything I've watched in a long time. Yeah. Um, Do you want it? Like, it's very hard to know what to say about it because it's kind of one of those things where the less you know, the better because it's... 
Yeah, like like well, if you've seen it in about, you know, it's like the hand. So it's, it's like the, the hand, embalmed hand. It's like an or the hand. It's a ceramic of... hand. Yeah. That they have, and there's all this writing on it, and um, you're supposed to like hold it. And it's it connects you to the dead, basically. Yeah, and um, we have we're following the, our main character who is dealing with some shit, and she decides let's have some fun. Her friend doesn't want to, but she does. And then you can kind of watch to see where it leads to. Yeah. It does what it does and it doesn't go too far or anything like that. It's a simple story. The only thing, just the negative thing I would say about it is I just really didn't like the character. Characters are not likable at all, which is a bit frustrating. I would have liked to have had a character maybe you liked a bit more. Yeah. That's all. All right. Then we have... The Muppet Christmas Carol. Which we you could hear more. Well, yeah. You know, God knows how we got on that so episode. Like, I think we're not going to say anything because we have yeah. a whole episode on it. And if you want to um, listen to it, go listen to it. Now, I will keep in mind that um, we didn't do the best job of it. But you will find out like what it's about. What we thought about it. And then there will be like loads of ranting in between. And that's fun. Mm-hmm. so number eight number eight i have scent of a woman <laughs> now you didn't watch this not when you watched it I, no. i'd seen it like years ago when it first came out okay we were just we were it was, it was late a videotape rental a videotape rental yeah. oh my god you're so old yeah yeah i remember, remember so you had to like i them. like i don't even remember what happened but i remember telling you i was going to bed like and i left it on you're like i i just said oh yeah i think it's like a romance thing he likes al pacino wants to get out there and like smell women <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like oh yeah and I said I said oh is it like the teacher or somebody because there's a young kid in it as well and I was like oh is it going to be a teacher love triangle thing and you were like yeah yeah what do you think yeah that's what it is that's what you said to me <laughs> and I was like oh for feck's sake and I was like don't leave this on and then of course you just leave it on and you yeah go, you sat and watched it you leave the remotes a million miles away from me. You Did have you arms. Get up? I can't have fucking... You don't have to get up. You can just lean over. No, I can't be doing that, okay? And um, so it was on and I was just watching it. And it's very, very much not a romance. I can't, you know, say that enough. It's actually a quite a uh, hard going film. Now, it does like kind of have, uh, you know... A hopeful ending if you want to say like you know it's not all doom and gloom but yeah it was really like hard hitting I didn't realise at all so basically it's about this college student who's having a hard time and um like he's in a very very expensive elite a prestigious college school. and um he got into kind of some trouble not like wasn't his fault but he needs some money and he decides to take up a job just taking care of this blind man. Now, why this blind man needs to be taken care of and everything, I don't know what's happening there. Um, <clears throat> why he... Like, he's a grown <laughs> man. He's a grown man. Yeah, okay. He's, he's blind. I think maybe it was because he had mental issues, obviously. Well, he was but a... But why would they leave a... Ch- like, well, I don't want to say a child, man. like he's in college, but like, he was a former soldier. So Al Pacino is the... Um, the old... Er, man who was a soldier who was blind and um he then decides to have like to bring the, the kid on this like wild wild times wild times in new york and then 
there just just there's a bit of like mental illness things going on depression stuff like that so do you know look up trigger warnings if you need it i didn't know this because somebody didn't tell me and um well, yeah it was it, it was it was so sad but so it was very well done uh now it is it does get a bit weird at times you know because first of all why is it called scent of a woman steve scent of a woman <laughs> scent of a woman Okay, he does talk about the smell of women at some point, which is a bit weird. And I'm like, okay, this is just a very weird conversation to be having with this young fella, like, you know. Well, maybe they couldn't go with their possibly original title, which was just like... Careful what you say now. (laughs) Depressed blind man. All right, okay. I think you're going to say something crude. Yeah, that's that's all that comes out of you. But um, no, it is good. I would recommend it. It it, No, it definitely is of its time. No, you're not saying it. He was the the prisoner of science of the lambs. (laughs) So she's walking down. (laughs) Man of a lector cell. Yeah, yeah. And says... Don't, Steve. <laughs> Leave that now. Leave it. Okay. Leave it. Look, it's of his time, but it's still it's still quite good. He won an Oscar for it, which mm. I didn't know. Now, another thing I need to tell you. This was very interesting, and I don't know if you know, but do you know the director of Scent of a Woman? Who was it? So the director's name is, I'm just really quickly looking this up because I half forget, is Martin Brest, right? Brest. Do you know him? Uh, don't know what he do. So he has done Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. Okay. He's done Meet Joe Black. Huh? <laughs> He's done Midnight Run. He's done all these films, right? Is Midnight Run the De Niro? Yes, the De Niro one. What's and the other guy's like, name in it? It's gonna annoy um, me. it's uh, the guy from Beethoven. Yeah. Charles Groden. Groden. Um. I was looking at this and I was like, this guy's made like some decent movies. Why have I never heard of him? And then I looked at his last movie, Steve. And now I'm not too sure how you say the name of this, but I looked it up and apparently you say Geely, right? So Oh, is this the Ben Affleck? Geely, it's kind of of written. Yeah, he done that movie, Steve, and it tanked so bad. (laughs) He never made another movie. Oh my God. He never made another movie. Because he wrote it as well. And Ben Affleck. Now, I... Do you know what? I've never... I've seen a bit of it. And I will say, Jesus Christ, okay? It's... It is bad. But the fact that he never made anything after it. Like, Mm. he's just... He he left. He was like... He bowed out. But that that happens to a few directors. Even actors or something like... Well, tell me who. I've never... Like, when you... When you hear, like... I remember when that film came out. Like that came out in twenty, came out in twenty, in two thousand and three. That's what I'm trying to say. Twenty or three. I came out in in two thousand three. <laughs> Why am I? I don't know. Two thousand three. It's because twenty twenty three. I'm so used to saying twenty twenty, but it's not twenty twenty. It's two thousand and three. Okay. Yeah. I was thirteen, right, and I heard. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have really been into movies at a time. Like, maybe a little bit. Even I heard about how just that film was supposed to be so yeah. bad. And it, it it bombed so bad and everything like that. Like, it was really known. 
and it still is known to be one of the worst movies like of all time but I can't believe that was it like and he made Scent of a Woman and Al Pacino won a fucking Oscar for it yeah and like Beverly Hills Cop one of the like and he only made the first one first one was really good yeah so anyway God help him God help him oh yeah there was a wasn't it Sean Connery retired from acting after um beating those women after uh, <laughs> well, yeah. after um what was that fucking film with all with all of the minute with all of the minute with all of the minute the league of gentlemen yeah that crap oh i loved that as i i i think i've i've watched it a couple times and i feel like i always get to a point and then i just check out it's like i don't care anymore i uh, know i like it i always liked it i thought it was fun but then i was the age where now, see, the thing is, I was at an age where it worked for me, but also at an age where I could see all of the mistakes and see how badly made it was because I could, you can see the strings yeah. in, in some of the scenes where like chairs are being pulled and stuff. Like it's that, that badly put together, but um, it was still one I really liked and his character was so good in that. And it had, like, he had, like, there was so much lore attached to his character. He was quite a mess. And how he, he, um, you know, how it ends and everything like that. And all the characters that are in it. it I thought, yeah, I really wish they'd, but you know what? they'd start that like, off. Like, they had all these characters and everything. But, like, focus, give me one film with, with fucking, um, Captain Nemo. Yeah, he Captain was, Nemo like, was so cool. He was a submarine. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Speeds through the ocean. Like, show he me was something awesome. he's at. Actually, yeah, that is a good point. He wasn't in that film enough at no. all. For somebody that had a load of shit, like he had a lot of stuff. They they really were try they were going with your man who was like the kind of the sidekick of Sean Connery. They were really following oh, him. Oh yeah, he, the American. And, and the vampire and your man who always wants the limelight. Stuart Townsend. Stuart Townsend never <laughs> he cannot deal with being a co star. He has to be the top and only one. Always. That's the, the vibes I get from him. He wants to outdo everyone. And that's why I hate watching him in anything. Anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about Sam for Woman. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Another, another one where an actor retired after a crappy film was Gene Hackman. He did one, what was it called? Welcome to Mooseport or something. It was terrible. And now he oh. he's a, hasn't acted since. But Bush. he has. Having a good time. He's having a good night. He's turning up in the background of uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. No, he was in an episode. He was in that, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that no, was I saw a picture of him because I was like, I wondered what happened to him, but I saw a picture somebody posted on Twitter, and they were like, you know, this is Gene Hackman, like he's he just out so living his life. Now, like, yeah, well, like he looks older, like yeah. he, you know, he has aged and everything. Yeah, he's not like trying to hold on to. His, no, no. His like you think he's having a good time? Yeah. Yeah. Could you count Jack Nicholson? He has retired, but I don't know if he, he retired out, off the back of a bad one. He came out of his house at one point. It was like he hasn't seen for two years. And then there was a picture of him just standing outside of his house with his hair all everywhere. And he's smoking a, a cigarette. Could, Jack Nicholson <laughs> like, with yeah. his hair all everywhere smoking a cigarette could have been taken at <laughs> any time. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, so we're, we're on to the last best movie that was new to us that we watched in 2023 which is the menu so the menu was a very surprising that yeah that came up on wherever it came up and it was always like oh is this gonna be about them eating people do you know that's the thing that's what really annoyed me and i just want people to know that this is not a spoiler it's a spoiler, spoiler. 
It's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. Stenit om lu. Stenit om lu. Yeah, they know now. Um, no, we uh, we were going to watch it, and I was like, I said to Steve, if anybody eats anybody else in this, I'm going to be so annoyed because, like, it's the most obvious thing would be that there, like, there's some kind of cannibal thing going on, but in the menu there isn't. This is a horror film where they have not chosen to go down the route of cannibalism. And I think that's great because it's just the most obvious and it's really annoying. So I think everyone knowing that, it makes it more of a surprise. Like you're kind of like, okay, what is going to happen? And that's what's so good about the film. You are kind of watching it and you're trying to figure it out. Like what is going on here? This is weird. So basically it starts with like a young couple and it's Nicholas Holt. Um... I don't know what people know him from Skins. People don't know him from Skins, right? No, Skins. Yeah. He was Beast in the new X-Men's. They're going to know Skins more than they're going to they're know They're going to know X-Men. Fury Road. Fury, Fury Road. Boy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have Anna Taylor-Joy, who um, was in... The Vivitch. The Vivitch, but nobody's going to know that. <laughs> they should. She's going to be in the new Furiosa. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool connection because no. he was in Fury Road. Anyway, they're this couple and he has obviously booked to go to this very fancy. Now, I mean elite exclusive. fancy, exclusive like restaurant with this specific chef who is played by Ralph Fiennes. And um, I think that's all we'll say. There's just a lot of rich people. They're all sitting down to eat and some very weird things start happening. It's, it's it's so good. It's it's like the bear without cousin there to tell <laughs> bear to cop the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like what would happen to him. <laughs> the road that he would have taken without cousin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um no, it's it is very good. I I would recommend not knowing much about it. Mm. Not looking up too much about it, knowing that just knowing that it's not cannibalism, which is great. And that it's just it's a horror and it's really good and if you like your horror go for it go for it and it's funny too oh and oh my god i forgot the best surprised was john leguizamo uh, who i have to say his name john leguizamo yeah that's what i said yeah yeah it's kind of what you said it is what i said he's in it <laughs> oh yeah he actually has no name in it oh i shouldn't say that but he's in it he's in it um also i have like one more to throw in here Oh. So I think I was it Christmas Day I watched it. Was um, the Big Sleep. The Big Sleep. Um, uh, with um, Humphrey Bogart. And it's kind of like a film noir. Um, I, I yeah, I'm putting it in there. It's really good. But <laughs> like, I think you, it was on when you got up, and I was like. You know what, like Humphrey Bogart here is like 50 years old and all oh, the women gosh. are like 20. <laughs> that was so jarring. Like he looks old. Yeah. But there's a scene, you talk about like sexless films now, but there's a scene in this where Jesus Christ, the one at the time of film was 19. Oh. And I've never, okay, I've never seen a film with so many beautiful women and they all want to climb Humphrey Bogart. Mm. But it's like this one scene where like, it's just the, the fucking sexual tension out of it. Mm. You wouldn't see anything like it, like. But it's like so well done, and it's like it's the, like nothing happens, but maybe it did happen. Maybe there where there's like little little time jump, 
where it goes, you know, it goes to black and comes yeah, back. Yeah, they couldn't, they couldn't show anything back in those no. days. But like, if you watch that scene, it's like Jesus Christ. Get a room. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you were right when you said that to me, and I was just sitting watching a little bit. It was just at the end, and I was like, these women. Oh my god, they yeah. look like dolls. They look like literal dolls. Like I think this one, who uh, Lauren Bacall is in this one. Yeah, yeah, like they were really beautiful, and then there's just him, like, and he's no, not. I mean, there's nothing terribly wrong with him or anything like that. But like, he's an old man. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. You liked yeah. that though. Yeah, I did like it. And then Casablanca you know, was on after, and that's always a besides classic, all so. the weird, you know, young mm. people, <laughs> old people, young people thing going on. Yeah. And sorry, you said you watched Casablanca then. The Casablanca was on after, so another yeah. bogus. See, I film. didn't properly watch that. I did. I didn't properly watch it either, but it is. It's worth watching. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, they were gonna go on to. Basically, they were all new to us films that we watched last year. But one thing we noticed that happened in 2023 is we watched a serious amount of rewatches. And a lot of these rewatches would be because of, say, Lighthouse Cinema yeah. showing them. Which, like, more cinemas. I, You know what? Um, What's the cinema? More cinemas. More cinemas. More cinemas. This. But like, even Omniplex show had, had brought back a few things. They did. Well. Omniplex had, like, some special times where they had like they played some things but anyway look we'll go down through the list we will go we'll try and do this quick now because like these are rewatches these are movies that people are more familiar with but we still will let you know the movie what it's about and why why we loved it i think that'll be enough but we'll try and not rant too much because obviously we don't want to be going we won't be here all day like jesus jesus um, okay, so the first one was Toy Story. Oh, terrible. Aye! No, you know why. I told you. You love Toy Story. Okay, don't just but I didn't. Him. No, what I didn't love, I've said this before. Everyone loves Toy the Story. Kid, the kid next door, he's so creative and artistic, <sighs> and these fucking toys terrorise him. And he's probably not going to grow up and be an artist. He's going to be too scared he's to do anything. terrorising the fucking toys. They're inanimate objects. No, they're not. Obviously, they in are. Toy Story, they aren't. Well, how, how come... Kicking the bin, I'm that angry with you. That kid is what? The same age as Andy. So how come the toys aren't all like, hey. Hey, what? Oh, no, I've gone wrong with that. No. Yeah, <laughs> you are. But still, listen. <laughs> yeah, now, you have no argument. I'm not cutting No, Andy my argument out. is, no, he's creating all these things like art, you know, what? No. You can, you can meld things together and create something. Yeah, but you have to use things and then that the, aren't fucking talking to you. They're not talking to him. That's the thing. He but doesn't the know they're is, not real. Yeah, but you have to have respect for the items you own, and he doesn't have respect. He doesn't own them. He stole them, so they yeah, do well, what that's he wants worse. with them. No, no, he can't do what he wants with them. Your Stop argument it. is flawed. Toy they Story, ruined that kid's life. Toy Story is a great film. Everyone should watch it. It's really good. It holds up. The animation's so actually, good. Actually, you know I take it back. It just really holds up. I take it back. What? They actually got him away from creating stuff and he became an actor and he he, he what he, he's your man he was in Bear in Maze Runner in the Guardians yeah 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 him that's him now yeah the, the dude, he does look like him no. and we don't know who we're talking about nobody okay, else fine. Toy Story is good though okay the second one is Scream we watched the original Scream it's really good oh so good um, but it's, it's better so camp it's better when you realise films that came out after it that tried to be it oh, oh yeah all those I know what you did yeah even I was just the podcasts I listened to We Hit Movies they were doing the one on the fac- faculty right and that was like that was had a, they were saying like somebody had wrote it and then people bought it and then they brought in your man Kevin Williamson who wrote Scream to do a rewrite 
to make it more teen centric and that kind of thing so which kind of could have ruined it you you know we never know what it would have been yeah that's that's weird but I kind of enjoyed the faculty anyway yeah why are we talking about the faculty don't know that's the second time yeah look you were pretty much saying that the faculty was changed because of Scream yeah Scream set that yeah, screen, kind of yeah, because of Scream, we got a lot of stuff trying and, to... Yeah, trying to copy it, basically. Yeah. And kind of package and get that. And like even all the Screams that came after tried to be Scream. Yeah, and they couldn't. It really did kind of encapsulate something there at that time. And it was so well done. And I, I it holds up so good. Hmm. I would highly recommend anyone to rewatch it. Um, The sequels... Blah, 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 like give or take maybe 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 the second one give you know but after that oh they're not great and i think i i'm wondering now is it all just going to end now because of everything that's after happening because the director has finally stepped down he's not directing it anymore because of everything that happened with melissa um i can't remember guerrera is that her second name i i'm not too sure of her second name and the fact that um Wednesday Adams whose name I can't remember e- either she has stepped out of it as well so I don't know what's going to happen to that franchise I think oh, it's going to keep just, going oh yeah I know I think they're, they should let it die but they're probably not going to do that I mean that. look at the Saw franchise like they killed off fucking Jigsaw Man himself and yet they still bring him back for every fucking single one every fucking single every one fucking single one <laughs> what was that every know. fucking single what? Like I haven't even seen Saw X, but I know he's back in it. Like, <laughs> great. Okay, okay. The third one I have written down is the Swan Princess. More like Swamp Princess. Ah, uh, no, Swan. 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 So this is this. a this is a very nostalgic film for me. Um, I remember, like, I just remembered every bit of it when I started watching it. Um, I watched this because I was actually doing a readathon, which was remember the nineties one I was doing. Um, I f- totally forget what the name of it was. Hang on. Is it nostalgic because you you growing up were like a little ugly duckling and now you're no you're a big freak bird. Steve, old school April. That's what I was doing, Steve. And um, <laughs> I have vlogs and stuff up about it. If anybody just wants to go watch it, it was kind of the last vlogs that I did. I haven't really done much since. I'm hoping to make a comeback at some point, but. Um, I watched The Swan Princess and it's basically that. It's a princess who gets cursed to turn into a swan and she needs to be saved and there's like all these kind of fun side characters. You know, there's a frog and a turtle and it's just really nice and lovely and I loved watching it and I highly recommend it. And it's on Disney. Anyway. Anyway. Howl's Moving Castle. So I read the book and this was another one that we decided to watch as well this was old school April I'm pretty sure as well and um, this is so good this is a Studio Ghibli film so it's animated yeah the story has changed from uh, like some bits of it for the film the book is different but I think they're both equally really great I really highly recommend the book and I highly recommend the film the film is absolutely beautiful it follows um, it's Sophie isn't that her name Sophie yeah and she gets cursed and she basically stumbles across... Oh, like in Swan Princess. She stumbles... Yeah, in Swan... Yeah, a lot of cursing. Um, she stumbles across Howl's Moving Castle. She ends up kind of getting into it and putting herself kind of as the cleaning up... As the what? The maid of the house or whatever? Yeah. Kind of. And um, she stays there and she makes friends with 
Calcifer. Calcifer. In the fire and, and well, the he kid. is the fire. And the kid. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's really magical and really wonderful. And it looks so beautiful. Like, oh my God. Nothing beats how it looks. Just stunning. Yeah. And highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. Then we That's have awesome. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. We, we won't saw... spend long. Everyone know, should know Pulp Fiction. If you ha- if you don't know it, watch it. <laughs> so we went to the cinema to see this. This is one that was being reshown in the Omniplex, Omniplex in yeah. Munningar. Um, Pulp Fiction is very much a cult film. It's by Quentin Tarantino. It's one cult. of my absolutely favourite. Like, I love the film. It's amazing. I wouldn't say it's a cult film. Oh, like yeah. Everybody, everybody and their mom knows it and loves it. Well, it was Do at I the think? time. Well, yeah, at the time, but now... At the time as well, Reservoir Dogs would have been a cult. I suppose. Okay, okay, fine then. I Jesus. Just um, Pulp Fiction is very hard to say what it's about because there's a lot of in there's a lot of stories. There's all different stories are happening, and they're all kind of some are related, some are not, but they're just happening. And um, there's all so many different characters, so many different um actors playing these characters. Yeah. Um, that are recognizable that you would know. Um, if you haven't seen this. I don't know what to do for you. Don't know really what don't. to do. But yeah, go watch it. It is, it is. But at the same time, it's his best. It really isn't it. Um, I no like I fight. Nah, no, it is his best. I'll fight because there's like Inglorious Bastards. Yes, but like even even is really good. Well, even yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like you can't compare all his films. I don't think, and this is where people get it wrong. They try to rate them, and I don't think you can because they're also different and they're also good. Mm. And we're not going to talk about that. If you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, please do watch it. It's very violent, and it's the most amazing, precious violence you've ever seen. And um, what? Yeah, it's the best violence. Don't you think he has the best violence? Because like, it just, hurts. Just the way he described it, the most amazing, precious violence. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know it's like that kind of violence where you're like, you know, if anyone, you don't want anyone to take it away. Yeah. It's so good. Maybe precious isn't the proper word for it, but that's what came to mind. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It works. It works. Yeah. Um, we went to see it in the cinema anyway. It was really good. And if you can see it in the cinema, please do go. Um, like it's really good. Interstellar then was on in Omniplex. Oh, you want to talk about white people? Uh, um, my brain died. <laughs> Just like the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so Interstellar is what? Why did you say white people? There's <laughs> all white people in it. No, there's somebody. <laughs> no, that's Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Steve wait a minute it's not a whole white cast I know when he goes he goes on the thing with um... oh your man is on the on it yeah yeah he's there yeah 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 it's not that bad <laughs> this, this is just the thing where everybody says actually you're Nolan right films, though but like it's very white it's very white he, there he is he's the one that's it oh wait there's another man there yeah but like Jesus you're right there's hardly any and that's what people say about Christopher Nolan films. It's like, oh my god, like that's white. terrible of me that I never really, I never really picked up on that. But you know what? The lead in Tenet. Oh, Tenet! That Is there's it, one. What, John David Washington. Yeah, that was a good choice. I was, I, I was shocked to find out that was. Well, I'm kind of not shocked, but like, I was like, I didn't realize that the Denzel son. Is it? Yeah. Oh. No. 
Well, I didn't know that. Wait, his son? Yeah. How old is how, he? I don't know how old. How old is Denzel Washington? <laughs> I don't know. But he has a grown son. <laughs> he looks like... She, My God. He looks 30. He's probably fucking 60. Oh, he mo- I don't know. Look, anyway, we're getting off track again. Uh, watch Interstellar. It's really good. Let's move on. Interstellar is a space sci-fi um, science fiction film um, very good It yeah again it's one where I think people are very afraid of not understanding stuff and things and everything but look just watch it just watch it it's okay just try your best Um, I still think it's worth watching if you can Um, it is also oh it's so sad but so good but so sad, it's um, yeah it's amazing and the like the effects are incredible like I say that and I forget that there is effects in it like it's not the first thing that comes to mind because you seriously like oh yeah they are they go to space but yeah. sure don't they don't go to space <laughs> like they didn't film it in space space <laughs> but yeah anyway and also uh, shout out of- this is also one of my friends at work her favourite film was it yeah yeah very good you know, it is so good really good Um, Back to the Future Back to the Future another sci-fi so this is from is this the 80s? 85? Yeah, it's uh, from the 80s. So we, we follow Marty McFly who is friends with this mad scientist. Marty McFly who's a teenage kid in school who's friends with an old weird science man. And it's not weird like that. That's the thing. Well, That's what I weird. love about it. He is weird but he's not like he's not creepy. No. He's not. Will you think about that for a minute? <laughs> you that think he's not about touching that, this kid. That he's not. And he's, he's not, not What is wrong with you, Doc Brown? Go touch that child. No. <laughs> That's what you're getting at. No, I'm saying, and he's not creepy. It's done so well that it's just, that doesn't even come to mind. It is though, no, yeah, it's really and good. And it's done very well. That's class. And you don't even think those thoughts, all right? And um, it's a very well done film and the DeLorean is the time travelling car and he goes back in time to meet his parents and... Just all sort of stuff happens. All sort of stuff happens. And it's really, really good. Oh yeah, all sort of weird even though, stuff. Even though it's from the 80s, like it's still so good it holds up. It's not from the 50s. It goes back to the 50s. Yeah, it goes back so to the 50s. I mean the, the film's from the 50s. Oh my gosh, How'd shut up! That? Insidious. Insidious. You talk about this now, you tell everyone what Insidious. Insidious is a film. It's uh, Actually, do you know what? It's, uh, it's a PG-13 horror film, which you would think, oh, PG-13... But because of the way it's done, it's not done. F- there are jump scares for shock value, you know there what I mean? Is, but yeah. it is, it's about the tension. It's That's about the build up. The build up. That's what makes a good horror film is the tension. But what we need to talk about is the campiness of this. The campiness. Because oh, the oh, campiness the of this. Not the kid, what? Remember the kid dancing in it? The ghost kid. Is there a ghost kid dancing in it? Yeah, when the. Is it, he's playing the tiptoe. And then he's like, Dan- the one sees him in the window, and he's dancing all weird. Oh right, okay. Somebody I don't, think. I don't remember that. What I remember is the workshop. I'm, I'm just gonna say that because oh, yeah. if I don't, obviously, don't want to spoil it on people. But it is about demons and stuff, and there is a workshop at one particular scene and point, and I just absolutely love it. I wish I could watch a film that encapsulates them a few seconds. Yeah. Um, because it's just amazing. There is other, there's other campy things about way the way it's done things that happen the way things are thrown the words that are said there's just certain there are certain specific scenes that you can point out that are real campy and um it's because of james wan it's because of him yeah now he done megan if for anyone who does he did do megan no he didn't do megan 
the same uh, Bloomhouse. Shit. He producer. Did yeah, he's the producer. Was it malignant? So I think malignant. That did is he, that. Did it? he direct no, that one? I don't think he did. I think he produced it as well. Wait, there's one coming out that he's involved in called Night Swim. Oh yeah, that's out soon. It's supposed to be crap. Oh no, I want to see it though. We'll watch it. <laughs> I like. He he did. He's a producer of Malignant, right. right? So there's something there. He has something. And Spiral. So Spiral was the Saw one. Oh. That's really bad. <laughs> but there's something about these films that have a, a certain campiness. Wait, he produced Mortal Kombat. These all have a similar feel. They all have this old 90s feel campiness that I can't explain. Um, that I really want to see more of. But he doesn't go full. He doesn't go full. He doesn't go full. He's done all of Pulled the saws. Of He's produced all of the fucking saws. Yeah. But he only directed the first one. Um, Don't but the second. I want to see more of that campiness. Wherever it's particularly coming from. It must be from him. From the producers. I don't know. But I just think. I love that part of Insidious anyway. Yeah. And well, it's kind of it's kind of like what what like Insidious probably had a very small budget. Oh yeah. So it's kind of like you're not gonna like here's money make me CGI ghosts. It's like we're just gonna have real people and put them in makeup, and, and that's what works. I didn't like kind of where they went with it afterwards, because we watched like except the newest one, we watched all of the sequels. Yeah. And they kind of follow the woman, the medium one, and I'm not big into that. I just loved the kind of more demon side of it rather than the ghosty side of it. Yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah, so it's just it just it depends on what you prefer. Yeah, we recommend it. I think it's good. It's a good rewatch too. That watch that has a double bill with um the Conjuring. Yeah, Conjuring is so good. Yeah. And you get double Patrick Wilson. Yeah, Patrick. I mean, he just there. There he is. There he is. There he is again. Uh, Yeah. Okay, then we have Mad Max Fury Road. It's for the millionth time. Millionth time. I think um, we spoke about this before. Yeah, look, one. we have it watched inside and out. Yeah. It's Fury Road. It's Mad Max. I, I literally think everyone should watch this. And I honestly, if you don't like it, I don't. I think there's something wrong. I think there's something wrong. But because it's so fun. Like how It looks so good. It looks so good. And a lot of the action is just done right there. And oh, how yeah, did it so that? Good. And like nobody was injured badly on it, were they? No. And then you hear stuff the about stunts, like yeah. all these other films with like billions budget and oh, Peter Jackson killed another horse. So what? What? <laughs> yeah, all the horses died filming The Hobbit. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, maybe oh. not all, but like, you know, one one is one too many. One is one too many. You know, that kind of thing. But yeah. anyway, it's about Mad Max and he's on a fury road. <laughs> No, it's just very simple story. Look, it's just it's Mad Max. It's like guys, we're going over here, and then it's like guys, we're going back. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Fine, I'll do this again. This is, the first half was fucking great. Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's do it again. Um, it's just action, action, action. But don't let that, don't let that kind of. I know some people maybe are not a fan, a fan, a fan of action, but I think even if you're not, you can appreciate. Who? Yeah, who honestly? But I think you can appreciate. It's well done action too. Yeah, it's not like Fast and Furious action. This That's is like action, action. No, Fast and Furious action is cartoon. Uh, yeah, it's cartoon. You're right. This yeah. isn't cartoon. This is like so good. Uh, but it does have a look and a feel and a, 
it is almost comic-y, but not. Aesthetics. It has an aesthetic that is really stunning. Yeah. Then we watch Robocop. That was in cinema. Yeah, Lighthouse had that one. Yeah. That was so good to see in the cinema. I really recommend it. Again, another action film. Um, it's about a policeman who gets gunned down. He in gets the line gunned of down, duty. and he's turned into RoboCop. And it's just you know you're following RoboCop, and you're just there like go Robo, go Robo. Yeah, but it's also so it also brings into like like um the whole, but he still has his brain and his memories. Is he a human? Is he a machine? mess with your head like there now what what do you do what do you do yeah yeah look do do? there's a lot going on like he's not a kettle a lot a of man. action it's very gory it's just so good it's awesome yeah it's really good it's from days amazing come um, come talk to me on the street about robocop steve has a robocop tattoo i do which we should post to the instagram mm. yeah people i love to see it yeah yeah robocop it was your first tattoo my first t- tattoo shout out to Dinky Ink, Keelan, for... For the tattoo? For the tattoo. She came up with that on the spot. Yeah, Remember? I was kind of like, oh, can I get a Robocop tattoo? And she's like, okay. And then she's like, I think she tattooed you. Yeah. And then she drew it out and was like, here, we're ready to go. Yeah. Anyway, okay. The Exorcist. Exorcist. Possibly the best horror film. It's so good. It's got atmosphere. It's got like scares it's just got tension it's got it's got the story the characters are so good the acting is so good yeah the practical makeup oh my god there's nothing that can beat it for joe like you'll go on about practical makeup on uh regan Mm -hmm. but did you see the makeup done on max von sider to actually make him look old like i thought he was that old in it but he's Wait, they have makeup on him? That's makeup. Oh. Yeah, like they did the whole thing on him to make him look old. I I, I I thought that was an old man. No. I always thought like it's back to outside though. He's always looked old to me. Oh yeah, like yeah. But it's, but no, he was like young filming it and they had to make him look old. Oh my God. So weird. But like, yeah. That's a weird choice. Yeah. But but it's well done though. Like, oh my God, I didn't even, I didn't even cop that. Like I, yeah. We have to watch a new one, Exorcist, um, bullshit or whatever. Whatever. It's called. <laughs> um, Exorcist bullshit. You know, it's like we we'd see what that it's. We know it's gonna be crap. Yeah. But like nothing is. Nothing's gonna be it. You're never gonna so top good. it. Yeah. It was just. It's so well done. It's so creepy. We so we we seen it in the cinema and we, this was the IFI, wasn't it? No, this was Lighthouse as well. Oh, it was Lighthouse as well. Yeah. I'm getting confused. What did we see? IFI, in the IFI? was Oppenheimer, seventy mil. Okay, so we went to see The Exorcist anyway, but there was people beside us, like sitting around, who hadn't seen it before, and oh my god, it's just it's so it's so it's so fun. It really adds to the environment and the atmosphere when there's people around you who just have never seen it and are so shocked mm. and so scared and it's just it's just it was a really good experience it was one of those best cinema experiences yeah and um i highly recommend seeing it if you haven't seen it already do be careful obviously it is a horror movie like even though it's from it's from the 70s 70 yeah but like it's it's hard going like it is uh it do, it, it'll drain it's messed you. up yeah. like it is messed up and if it's your first time watching it, you know what? Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights. Sit there on your own. Mm-hmm. Or with a loved one. 
Oh, with a pet. <laughs> yeah. And just, yeah, just watch it with the lights out. It's, it's so good. But yeah, it's, it's, it's one of these weird things where you're like, you know, even if you haven't seen it, you probably know all the stuff that happens in it. But you've, yeah. when you watch it again, yeah. it's kind of like, there's a whole yeah, if you, good hour and something before it really yeah. kicks in, you know. If you think you know it, I would still watch it. It's that mm. one of those things. But so, also, know? yeah, it starts off with all these like just little things happening. Yeah. And then it just builds. It progresses, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. then we've seen Suspiria. <gasps> Suspiria. Dario Argento. So this was also in the lighthouse. And it was, we have a shaky start. We did have to wait an hour for it to start because something was going wrong. About half an hour. And um, we finally got to see it. And yeah. this is amazing. So Suspiria is very... <laughs> it has its, its style. It, it's an Italian giallo, which giallo mean is Italian for yellow. And you think, oh, it should not be red because of the blood. But no, it's like because it's based on the, these pulp magazines that were yellow covered and stuff. Anyway, uh, I'm not a historian. I just, I just know that. <laughs> okay. So it's giallo is the style. Anyway, but yeah, it's Italian, but it's about an American ballet dancer who comes to a ballet school in Germany. So you're going around the world here. Yeah. And um, she turns up at the ballet school and there's just weird shit is happening. Yeah. She gets there and this woman is like leaving it and she's screaming something. But so windy you can't make it out. And then. Yeah. So there's a lot of kind of mystery. A lot yeah. of things that people are figuring out. And the colours in this film. The shots. It's so good. It is dubbed. It is, yeah. A lot, a lot of that kind of Italian um, so if for anyone who doesn't like know or understand, don't worry, there's nothing wrong. Just listen and go along with it. Yeah. Um, like the, you're you're not watching it wrong. It's not or the wrong anything. thing. Yeah, that's the way yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Just for anyone who would be new into that. Absolutely amazing film. Just oh, so yeah. good. It's old, but like again, it's seventies, um, but it's so good. Speaking of like the colors, red colors. Like, there's red in it, but like, did you know the color red? wasn't discovered until Dario Argento discovered it while filming Suspiria. The colour... Colour red was... Only Dario Argento discovered the colour red when he was filming it. But the colour red has always existed. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's the joke. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that wasn't a funny... How was that a funny joke? Because you didn't get it. Okay, Hasu. Hasu. Hasu is a Japanese film about these group of girls who go to one of the girls' auntie's house. Yeah. And a lot of weird stuff happens. Just leave it there. Uh, I'm going to leave it there. I'm not going to say anything else. This is a Japanese film. It's so weird. It's old. Um, From the 70s. There's The weirdest things are happening. Just go with it. Yeah. Stick it on. You have to stick it. Don't switch it off. What are you doing? Sit and watch it. It's so good. Yeah. Very good. Okay, Die yeah. Hard. Die Hard. We won't talk about Die Hard because we talked about it already, but Die Hard is really good about John McClane. John McClane. Big Re- Tower. Reincarnation of Jesus. Terrorists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reincarnation of Jesus. <laughs> here, here comes Hans Gruber who punches Pilot trying to like crucify him. Huh? Okay, and um, yeah, so good. Christmas movie. <laughs> It's kind of late now, but you can still you can still watch it. Still watch, still watch it. Still, still watch we're still in the Christmassy well, mood. Yeah, it's a Christmas film, but it's an all 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 year round film. Okay, so we're gonna end on Clueless. 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 I love Clueless. Um. Yeah. Clueless was on one of the days there. Um. No. 
Yeah, it was on. I think it was just on like film four or something. Wait, this yeah, it was, wasn't it? it was, yeah. But it was. Why does it feel like it was only not long ago? But it, it was, was last year. It was last year. It was. Mm. Yeah, mm. last year. You want to tell everyone what it's about because it's your favorite film. <sighs> Clueless is about the uh, set in the. What do you call it? LA Beverly Hills kind of area of the mid nineties, and it invented all the. That kind of LA talk, like whatever. Valley Girl, is that Valley what it's Girl, called? That's, yeah. yeah. So you follow uh, Cher and she's in school and stuff and she wants to be a matchmaker and help people and stuff. But then she neglects herself. Yeah. And there's and other, characters other characters and people that you'd recognise, you know, very kind of famous 90s And there's a ni- ni- 1996 Paul Rudd who just looks the same. He looks the exact same. Never, never not changed. much difference at all. all. Um, this is a really good feel, good movie. This isn't a horror. <laughs> this is like a a teenage like fun, mm. fun movie. Also, fun fact. Uh, this also came out the same year. I think it was after Paul Rudd's first feature film, which was Halloween Six. Remember, he was in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he looks the same again. So yeah, in the space of a couple of months, they came out with yeah, each other. That's like, mad. So, yeah. Anyway, Clueless, so good. Clueless. Watch it. We did it. We got through it. We got to the end. That was a lot. That was. Um, but we did it. <laughs> and I hope, you know, people got some recommendations of things to watch. Um, but that's kind of all of the best things we watched. The things that we just, you know, that were good. Yeah. That I think that you should definitely watch. Like, you'll get something out of them. Um, like, even if maybe some of them aren't the greatest, like... Talk to me comes to mind that they were very annoying people in that, but I still think it's worth watching. And somebody could end up really loving it. And then you have ones that are on the top, like Oppenheimer and Barbie, and then some of the rewatches we had, like Mad Max and Interstellar and stuff like that. Pulp Fiction being one that everyone should have watched if you like movies. (laughs) And then, yeah, more kind of unknown ones like Suspiria and Hassu. Fuck off. Toy Story is just a rip off of dolls. Um, doll. Everyone should watch dolls. Dolls yeah, is watch good. Dolls. That's more of a that's a horror Toy Story basically, pretty much. <laughs> no Toy the Story. Exact same. Story. Toy Story is just a child's dolls. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we're gonna leave it there because we have been recording for quite a long time. There will be a second episode next week where we talk about the worst, worst. of twenty twenty three. That oh, should be fun. Um, a preview of it is uh, no don't preview anything no preview just gonna be no that was shit that was shit that was shit shit. (laughs) Uh, yeah so we have a list of like worst movies and then ones that we just didn't like for whatever reason or couldn't agree on or maybe we did like one that shouldn't be there maybe we did like maybe I liked something and you were like that's not going in the best movies and maybe or maybe I like something and I was like that's not going in the worst movies well you know that's you yeah so obviously like we we, we didn't get to watch uh, Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon in 2023 but we'll just put it into 2024s we will and I'm we'll wondering see. I'm wondering what will we do for like the Oscars oh we'll have to like, catch up on all them oh my god I'm not watching every Oscar maybe like the ones that win we have to watch them before so we can be like oh that shouldn't have won ah Jesus how oh, many six years thing? he spent doing that <laughs> bullshit <laughs> No, we, yeah, no, whatever wins, I'd watch then, maybe. But then sometimes terrible ones win. Yeah, like fucking Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. 
Um. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't great. Now was it? It wasn't great. It no. Wasn't, no. It wasn't even. Look. Okay. This is supposed to be about the best movie. <laughs> okay. So yeah, go watch the, all the movies we've mentioned, or and don't. then leave us a comment and let us know which ones you liked. Yeah. Tell us which was your like favorite best Tell- movie. Slide into them DMs there and tell us what you like. Why do you so always you have say to be that? Movies. What? Just leave a comment. Fine, leave a comment. And let us know what your best we of 2023 weird. was. Steve. Yeah. Say bye. Bye. That's it. Bye. bye.